Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to take a closer look at Super Microcomputer. The stock right now is down roughly 4.7% on the day. In the past five days, the stock is down over 13%. Year to date, though, the stock is kind of really following this AI craze and is up roughly 176%. But from its peak in August, the stock is down roughly 34.4%. So on today's episode, I want to do the following. First, just a very, very quick overview of Super Microcomputer. Microcomputer. Then I want to take a closer look at two recent news that have appeared um, for this company. And finally, I want to take a closer look at some things like valuations and some other metrics and kind of say, hey, am I willing to buy Super Micro at these levels? Let's take a closer look in today's episode. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So for those that are not familiar with Supermicro, this is a company that designs these kind of servers. So they kind of work with all these semiconductor companies and all these other companies to kind of get all the pieces together to build all these different kind of server solutions. Obviously, there is a lot of competition in this space, but Supermicro mentions that they have kind of some lead compared to some of your traditional players. Their lead is they're able to kind of get to the market a lot faster. Their kind of turnaround rate on building these servers is a lot faster. They also have kind of unique cooling capabilities, which can help with things like uh, electric, electric bill, um, heat, uh, managing the temperatures on these servers. Uh, and they also mentioned that they have great partnerships with the big players like AMD, like like Intel and NVIDIA to make sure they are one of the first in line uh, to get the next generation of chips from these top semiconductor companies. Uh, so we definitely, one of the things that they're really pushing is the AI space, right? Because they have that form of liquid cooling, because they're able to get to the market a lot faster than maybe some of their competitors, they're definitely kind of getting some kind of play here in the AI space. We can see a lot of the, a, a lot of the products that they talk about are either GPU accelerated, AI something, AI everything. Um, we even take a closer, if we take a closer look at some recent news, um, there are reports that Super Microcomputer has been seen grabbing AI server market share against its competitors. Uh, so we definitely see why there is some growth opportunities for this company. Um, so on today's episode, there are two big news that came out in the past few days. If you have been following the semiconductor market or if you've been following my channel, you might have heard that both AMD and Intel recently released or announced their new kind of server CPU chips. AMD recently released the, the Bergamo chip, which is their fourth and final chip in their fourth generation line for server CPUs. And Intel just recently announced their fifth generation chip, which is expected to come out on December 14th. So the first news is on September 18th, this is when AMD released their chip, Supermicro introduced a number of density and power optimized edge platforms for telecommunication providers based on the new AMD EPIC 8004 series processor. Like I mentioned, the 8004 series processors is AMD's Bergamo chip, or, or Ber Ber Bergamo chip, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that name. Um, and this chip is one that's kind of focused on more total cost of ownership 
leadership and kind of really being very power and energy efficient. It has kind of very low TDP. Uh, so this is a chip that's really focused in the energy side. It might not be the best chip in forms of performance. And there are a lot of use cases for that, right? There are certain use cases where someone just needs something to do some form of small computation in the background where you don't need that high performance. Um, but at the same time, because you don't need that high performance, you're willing to kind of get something that's more optimized in power efficiency. Uh, so that's the kind of chip that AMD released and Supermicro is already designing servers that are meant for one dense form factor and flexible I.O. options for storage and networking, making the new servers ideal for deploying in edge networks. Uh, and they do mention they're optimized to deliver strong performance and energy efficiency. So these edge networks are, like I mentioned, sometimes you just need something small, something cool to do some form of computation. And that's where this AMD chip goes really well with. And this is where Supermicro is kind of focusing on developing this H3, H13 generation and kind of focus in one, energy efficiency, two, density, and three, kind of uh, conf, um, kind of configuration in the IO design. Uh, so pretty interesting news here. I'm really, really excited for Supermicro. Uh, and they also did announce some new solutions with Intel's new chips. And that's what I'm going to take a closer look at in the bit. But first, I just want to say thank you guys for the support. We just hit 21, 28.1 thousand subs. I'm trying to hit 30,000 by the end of the year. If you haven't done so, make sure to hit that thumbs up and that subscribe button. If you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, I do have a semiconductor membership. Click join to learn more. All right, so before I take a closer look at the next slide, I just want to mention a little bit of Supermicro's previous earnings. Some CEO takeaways, they just reported their quarter four fiscal year 2023 revenue. We can see it was up 34% on a year-over-year basis and 70% on a quarter-over-quarter -quarter basis. The main reason is they continue continue to record demand for AI-related systems at rack scales, dealing with the H100, the A100, the L40s, um, the Gaudi 2 for Intel, the MI200 and 250 for AMD. They do mention that keep component shortages on some products continue, especially AI, but that is going to improve over time. Um, for the full year of 2024, they did give a guidance of roughly 33 to 47% year-over-year growth. And I do believe with the way things are going, right Right now they are going to be able to manage that again they manage they, they do explain that they have massive close strategic partnerships with companies like nvidia intel and amd they are really focused on liquid cooling they're also focusing focusing on next generation chips like the Grace hopper um and and obviously like we're seeing right now with amd's next generation of chips the bergamo and intel's fifth generation of chips as well so next, I want to take a closer look at the Supermicro plus Intel's fifth generation. So on September 19th, about two days ago, Supermicro announced future support and upcoming early access for fifth gen Intel Xeon processor. And these are going to be on the X13 servers. Um, what I also found pretty interesting about this is Supermicro will also offer early shipping and free remote early access testing of the new system via its Jumpstart program for qualified customers. And here we can see, again, um, different types of solutions from PCI GPU systems, universal GPU systems to Super Blade systems. What I find really interesting, and I'm not really sure if any other competitor 
competitors do this, but if you know, maybe, maybe let me know in the comments below. But Supermicro says that they will offer early access availability of these systems powered by fifth generation Xeon processor. And this is pretty cool. They have this system called Jumpstart, Jumpstart where you can, you're able to kind of get into these pro, into virtually log in into these machines. And when you virtually log in, you're able to kind of validate, test, and benchmark the workloads with a few steps. So I think this is a pretty interesting move. Let's say I was kind of a big cloud player or someone that needs the next generation of chips. Now, if I'm able to kind of test those chips out ahead of time, once I get the actual hardware, it's a lot faster to move into the market. Uh, so I think this is pretty interesting. We can see how Supermicro, it's only doing this for their C online. I wonder if Intel has a kind of strength uh, over AMD in this, um, but it definitely kind of creates a nice incentive for companies to kind of pre-purchase the products because then they can kind of already do performance and workload validations before they even get the hardware. Uh, so pretty interesting. I really do like that from Supermicro. Next, I do want to take a closer look at just some financial metrics before we end. In the trailing 12 months, we can see cash flow from operations is roughly $663 million. Um, This is a company that depends a lot on inventory and kind of turn around rate and sometimes they might make purchases and because there is kind of a lag with AI chips at the moment um, they might not be able to sell those products right away so cash flow from operations is always very very tricky here overall the company does have cash and short-term investments of roughly 440 million and roughly 290 million of total long-term debt so overall I do believe financially the company is pretty strong um, now if we take a closer look at PE ratio like I mentioned the company's current PE ratio is around 20 20. It's forward, which is the end of this fiscal year. So we're, we're just about to hear about their first quarter. So it's still pretty much the beginning of the year. Um, P.E. ratio forward is roughly 13.82. I don't believe that's expensive. But remember, to some extent, there is a lot of competition here with Supermicro and other OEM players. Uh, so this is some, typically a company, in my opinion, that would always have a very low P.E. ratio. Uh, we can see it has kind of taken a huge hit from where it was in August. I do believe right now it's looking very, very attractive. Now, I just want to kind of take take a closer look at revenue estimates they are growing over time and this company is expected to make almost 10 billion by the end of this year. And this is what analysts expect. Uh, so definitely a lot of growth opportunities for Supermicro. Like I mentioned, it is a very small company with less with a market cap of roughly $12.3 billion. I personally would enjoy it and would dabble at these prices if I didn't have a position in maybe some of the other semiconductor companies. I personally have a huge investment in NVIDIA and a huge investment in AMD. And I believe to some extent, Supermicro is going to mirror those results. And for that reason, maybe I don't want to get into super micro right now um, but if I did it would uh, these values in my opinion aren't half bad that maybe maybe I wouldn't mind doing kind of a dollar cost averaging into this uh, so obviously with this you're kind of getting a, a lower valuation right I do believe AMT and Nvidia's forward PE ratio are over 30 this is a third of that uh, so you definitely kind of get um, more of the valuation size so maybe someone might not be comfortable holding Nvidia and AMD because they have uh, because they are kind of overvalued. Supermicro might not have kind of that technological moat that maybe some of those companies have, um, but you are paying a lower valuation for that. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.